how she get it. Made a couple racks, I never asked how she get it. City girls gotta have fun in the city. 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 Welcome to Connect with Christina, episode 11. We have Dr. Big. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Camera's over there. <laughs> He also has a resting, smiling face like Dr. Mike, as you can see. <laughs> Let's start off by telling everyone uh, what practice you or, you know, what you do. Uh, thank you for having me. This is uh, a privilege to, uh, uh, to be a part of this. Uh, again, I'm Dr. Baig from Desert Spine and Scoliosis Center. Uh, I am an orthopedic spine surgeon. Spine is all we do here, uh, specialized in everything from soup to nuts. Soup to nuts. It's exactly it. Uh, so we uh, take care of the spine patient from the very get-go to all the way through surgery. Um, it's not every patient that walks in through the door that gets surgical intervention. But again, if they're non-surgical, we get them to the right place. If they need physical therapy, we get them to the right place. Behavior, behavioral cognitive therapy, um, everything to go ahead and get that patient taken care of. Um, really, the, the patient isn't left uh, not knowing where their care is going to be taken care of. Well, I definitely want to know more about this stuff because I'm going to start peeling back the onions with Dr. Big. We're going to go all the, back, all the way back to high school. So. Sure, sure. <laughs> but again, med legal space, we share that space. Sure. So with what you're talking about, I mean, that's obviously an imperative part, a crucial part of of our space because we are in the business of helping people get better. Sure. You know, so talk a little bit more about that and how your company's, you know, how you feel your company's different. So the patient is not simply an object. It, it, it's, it's a real human being. Uh, I think a lot of times we forget that, you know, as the uh, rigors of running a practice, you forget that the patient is paramount as, as part of your practice. It's the sole reason why you go to school. It's the sole reason why you exist. It's the sole reason how I have a meaningful existence. It isn't to go out there and, and acquire things in this world because I'm going to leave that behind at some point or another. And if you ask majority of the people, we're not living forever, right? So how do I go ahead and make that meaningful existence within myself I, I you know, even more uh, meaningful. Well, that's by serving your fellow man, right? Number one. Number two, um, as a spine surgeon, um, you know, if you ask the people all around us, you know, uh, about a third of people, if not even higher, you know, most of us will have some level of spine pain, whether it's neck pain or back pain or something of that nature. How do I go ahead and optimize that patient that comes to me with hope to go ahead and getting back to their meaningful existence? What's the burden is, uh, or the challenge, I should say, is how do I make sure I don't screw up that so that, you know, we don't go ahead and deal with a patient that goes down a dark path and loses that meaningful existence? Because that one patient, if you even believe in the six de degrees of connection, is connected to at minimum six people. So it, it is a challenge that I embrace. It is something that I, uh, I uh, sometimes say, I serve my creator by serving my man, uh, my, my fellow man. So it's something it's that I, I, I take very holistically rather than simply, hey, you have a problem, I have a solution, and it's a very transactional relationship. Every one person that I can go ahead and help, I feel like you know, they're going to go out there and be that much more productive of a human, and therefore I serve that community the same way. I knew there was so much more behind that 
pretty smile of yours. Now you have to go into that the what you mentioned. The si- I've never heard of it. So can you elaborate on that? Uh, um, the six you said. So I I, I am a um, you know uh, I'm a physician. I'm a surgeon. I'm a, f- a husband. I am a father, and I have kids, and so on and so forth. So. Say, for instance, I go to a physician who misdiagnoses something with me and leads me down the wrong path. How many people am I just connected to, right? So you and I are friends, right? right. Um, uh, the people in this room are my friends. But and, and, and if that diagnosis leads me down a dark path, let's just say, you know, a path of uh, we're, we're dealing with my pain with a uh, medication, a pain medication. And if I go ahead and go down that path of medication addiction or something else like that, how many lives are, st- are, are, are linked, touched, I, touched by me impacted. losing my meaningful existence, right? Justin, or so productivity, right? My office staff is linked to me. You know, you're a mother of uh, three. Uh, three, right? Uh, Cherie that's behind us is a daughter. Shout out Cherie Wicker. Sh- shout out Cherie Wicker, right? <laughs> you know, we're all connected to one another, right? Uh, my practice employs you know, dozens of people and so on and so forth. And, 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 and the list goes on. So we're not so separated despite the fact that COVID has driven that sort of like, uh, you know, that separation. that separation between us, but we're still connected in many ways, right? Um, you know, the person who makes my coffee in the morning at, at the local barista and so on and so forth, they're, we're all connected. I and do when I lose, yeah, well, when I lose that productivity or that meaningful existence or my routine of life, you know, the people around me most immediately are impacted first and it goes on. So it's like that quake that's, there's the epicenter of a quake and then the, 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 the uh, sort of aftermath of that as well. So as a physician, furthermore, as a surgeon, you know, that knife is not something I just wield like a sword, um, but I, I really am extremely calculated, uh, extremely measured as to, I have to be confident that when I go ahead and, and, and go ahead and make that recommendation, that recommendation is absolutely, you know, with the best of intentions and co-lining with the best of science out there. And we definitely do coexist. That's for sure. I like that you brought up even a simple thing as like your um, your encounter with, you know, like a barista, like you said, because mm-hmm. that's true. Some, And I think that brings me to the point of I even... I try. I mean, we're all human. And I think as we get older, we really, um, I guess, continue to learn more. Mm-hmm. You don't realize that, but you learn more. And I feel like I'm more open to learning. So, so you're more self-aware. Yeah. Right. Um, you're, 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 um, uh, the, the worldly things become less to you. Um, uh, deepening uh, good relationships, relationships and synergies and for sure. synergies for sure you know yeah. and you, you start thinking on a more holistical or philo- philosophical level rather than simply 
on the quest to go ahead and look like the guy who has all the toys in the world, right? Right. Yeah. And I think too, and and a lot of those people when they're not there, they they may have a lot of the toys, but they're empty. They're very empty you know? inside. They're so, very empty inside. And even the people who look like they're most fulfilled, I can say with reasonable, you know, um, you know, confidence, they're still very empty inside. They're in pain in different ways. I, of course, am a spine surgeon, so that's where my specialty <laughs> can be. But I do spend a lot of time introspecting as to, you know, at the end of my clinic day or at the end of my surgical day, or even sometimes when I do interventional pain to kind of, you know, uh, fill in the gaps, is have I you know, have I done the best I can for that patient? You know, right. when I go to sleep at night, have, was I self-aware of my, you know, my family's needs and my neighbor's needs and, and the community. And needs just to them. be like, you know, it's not, it's to, it's also what you're able to not, you have to cut that. I, my mind is going cause he's so good to talk to. All right. Just cut that. Anyway, I want to go back to the coffee thing though, because sure. some, you know, I've had, I've encountered that where it's like, they're rude and I'm trying to get coffee, you know, and you're, you're like, you're in customer service. So you're like, but instead of ring, being rude back, I'm, I try very hard to be extra nice sure. because I realize like, obviously, you know, something's happening here. And I, 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 I realize when I do that, they snap out of it and maybe I actually help their day. And you know, that's, it's, it's always go ahead and pay, pay back forward with kindness. We're all in this, I like, I always call this a, a rat race in life, right? We don't know what happened with that barista this morning. We don't know what's going on in their personal life. Is he or she in a relationship that 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 they they shouldn't be a part of? You know, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, did they you know, just lose did, someone? Did they just lose someone? And because of financial, um, you know, uh, uh, demands, Hardship. they still have to show up to work and so on and so forth. I know from a personal standpoint, I'm guilty of that sometimes as well. I was, you know up late and therefore, you know, in the, you know, in the operating room, sometimes I could be a little short. Um, I, I, I'm never demoralizing, but at the same time, you know, uh, could I have said that a little better or, or, or with a different tone and so that's something the like self-awareness. That. It's a self-awareness. And I think yeah. as I get older, I, I, I become more and more self-aware and it's something that I, I think I, I kind of just play that back in my head every time I put my head back at night to finally shut down to go ahead and say, Hey, you know, encounter that person the next day. Hey, by the way, you know, I may have been a little bit short yesterday, so I do apologize. I love that, Doc. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't walk on water. Uh, I bleed the same color that everybody <laughs> else does when I get cut. And, you know, uh, we're, we're all tied to this in life in yeah. many ways. And um, whether it's by you helping us connect to one another so that we could be, you know, more aware of what's available to us, or the immediate aftermath of surgical or, you know, interventional pain med uh, intervention, we're all serving one another one way of fashion. We're definitely all connected. And I think that it's just a beautiful thing when you come across human beings that are about giving rather than taking. And that's why we're here with connecting with Christina. <laughs> you heard it from his mouth. Um, <laughs> but now, so, you know, in our legal space, our med legal space, I'm direct to consumer a lot. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate what you have to say mm -hmm. and offer in this space because I want my clients who trust me to help them to sure. be, you know, properly taken care of, sure. you know? And uh, I mean, again, they're going through a lot already. Mm -hmm. So for for me, I'm, I'm that person where they call me and I'm trying to send a toe. 
truck i'm trying to get your car taken care of sure. you know collision centers or if it's totaled guide you through that um even on that part too there's people in our space where i send to them because you know when you're the truck the car accidents happen the tow trucks pick them up and then they send them to this yard so imagine being so stressed out mm -hmm. okay you left your purse or maybe not your purse your medication your baby whatever it is and you go there and then they're so rude to you yeah so christina you bring up a valid an amazing point a car is probably your second largest purchase only to your home right it's, it's totaled or whatever that may be, but it's also your form of freedom. It's how you get to work. And that one vehicle, literally and figuratively speaking, is tied to so many things. You know, you got to pick up your kids from daycare or whatever that may be and everything else like that. It's an extremely self uh, uh, a stressful moment. And the fact that you go ahead and organize that to go ahead and tell, you know, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Smith going, I got this for you. Let's take a load off of you. Let's go ahead and get you taken care of. The amount of just psychological and emotional burden that you share is is a huge amount. And God bless you for doing that because, you know, you, you know, getting getting being part of that sort of, uh, you know, what next you're stuck, you're, you're stuck on the side of the 60 or the 202 and, you know, you've got whizzing cars going by, you're supposed to go to work or you're supposed to pick up someone. All that emotional. To the point of you're like, I can't miss another work. I can get I fired. Can't, I can get fired and yeah. so on and so forth. So a person's life really comes to a huge standstill as to what next, right? And to be able to be part of that journey, that's huge. I commend you for that. And I do want to shout out Vanessa Ramirez because she does the same thing. Oh, wow. She is also direct to consumer, so she's able to help. Um, in the same way like yeah. we see things a lot differently it's just that being able to really help someone when they need it right and then ray i want to shout him out too because he, that's who i was talking about he's with uh elite pdm mm -hmm. i can have full confidence that if i send him someone they are again stressed out frustrated you know maybe even crying right that he will take them by the hand jared his partner same thing walk them through everything make sure that they're kind mm-hmm you know, and accommodating, okay, you want to go get your medicine, you know, you, you want to get your, whatever you need, the stuff you need for work, like they will help you, right. you know, and, and, right. and then now if you add you, mm -hmm. the medical side, and then that, you know, that side of it together, we're all again, connected, connected, correct, and helping this one client, right. you know, so I want to say thank you to that. By the way, he has steady hands because we ask him to take all our photos because he doesn't shake at all. So <laughs> that's the kind of spine surgeon that you want. <laughs> I've never had someone, uh, you know, <laughs> measure my aptitude by the way I'm taking pictures. But that's a good one. I can appreciate um, that. And, you know, since we have a guest, excuse me. We have Cherie Wicker in the background and she doesn't like attention and she's a giver. Yes. So I'm going to put her on the spot and I'm going to ask you to say, say some kind words about her or things you love about Cherie. We're I, all blessed to know this female, by the way. Cherie has been an absolute, uh, just a tour de force. Um, you know, someone who is kind, always eager. There's never been something that I've ever heard her say no to anyone. Uh, this is an this is a human being who single-handedly takes care of her elderly mom. Mama dragon. <laughs> Mama dragon, as she says. And you know, again, 
and I'll bring this up again, you know, taking care, a majority, a good portion of my practice has a lot of uh, senior citizens. And it's not, un- it's, it's so common to see people of Cherie's mom's age that come to a preoperative consultation by, without any adult children with her, with them. And I can only imagine when you get into your 70s or 80s, you know, the, the fear of spinal surgery and having to go through that journey by themselves, you know, it is it is daunting for them. And we do our best we can with with our, uh, the practice standpoint, but it's so different for, from seeing someone without any of their adult children or with them. And that sense of, you know, mom, dad, I got this. Cherie brings that to the game almost every day with her mom. You know, if there's a meeting, she's, uh, you know, she's cutting it short to go ahead and make sure that her mom is taken care of. Um, so her, you know, fundamentals as a human being are so sound, especially taking care of uh, uh, her her mom. I think that parlays into how she takes care of everyone around, the around her. Us. The rest of <laughs> us, right? And, you know, we need more Cherie's in this world. Or, you know, me as, again, as I get older, I, I, I tend to be more in tune. I need to, I, I use Cherie as my mentor on how to be a better son myself, how to be a better doctor, how to be a better, every every overall, a better human being. So, Shout out to you, Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sheree. <laughs> so you're talking about fundamentals. So let's let's uh, peel peel it back now. Let's go back to your upbringing. Yeah, I want to hear all about that. So where were you raised? Uh, born and raised in Chicago. Uh, my dad's Mayflower, as I call it, landed in Chicago back in 1973. Um, uh, so. You know, just a Chicago kid at heart and ethic and everything else like that. Just some basic, hardworking Midwestern values. How uh, how were your parents? Like, what were they super strict? You know, they came to a country they didn't know much about. They just knew that this was this had a Where lot. Where were more they from? India. India. Yeah, okay. South India, and they just knew. Shri that- Shukran. <laughs> Shukriya. Shukriya. I'm so wrong. <laughs> um, so, so they came here, uh, blue collar ethic and blue collar workers all their lives. Uh, my dad, who's 83 this year, retired uh, at 76 from the post office only because the fact that it, it, it cost them more to keep him on than to buy him out. And they finally <laughs> bought him out. So it, it's not that I come from a long lineage of, you know, uh, physicians in the family or anything else like that. Um, um, so, um, yeah, I mean, and uh, your mom. My mom was a seamstress. She used her seamstress skills, so she would do everything from uh, worked at a baby factory where they made onesies and little things like that. Wait, so she's mimosa size people's best friend, like me? Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> <laughs> from there, she took those skills when that factory closed down um, to, uh, you know, made drapes with her seamstress skills. You know, custom made drapes for a company that was doing custom made. You know, nice. draperies and stuff like that. Do you have any siblings? I'm one of four. I have oh. an older sister, then it's me, my younger brother, and then my baby sister. Okay. Yeah. I want to know what you were like in high school. I am no different now than I was in high school. <laughs> I'm still someone who is, uh, you know, somehow or another finding my way into some kind of trouble, one <laughs> way or the other. Um, you know, uh, I, I was driven. But at the same time, I just enjoyed, uh, you know, downtime with my friends, lounging. Um, but really, uh, not not a whole lot different from me now than I was then. 
um, I, I have more responsibilities right now. So I definitely <laughs> carry that, you know, uh, front and center. Uh, but at the same time, I still just like to have a good time with, you know, a group of friends that I can call like family and right. good friends are family that we're blessed with that you get to choose. Exactly. Friends are good friends are family. You get to choose. Right. So, and then did you play any sports at all? You know, I, I, I held a job from the age of 14 all the way through. Wow. Um, so, um, I, I was part of, you know, helping provide for the family and everything else like that. So I didn't really have the opportunity, um, but I would always play pickup ball here and there, softball, baseball, football, um, I wasn't extremely good at it, but I can hold my own. Um, um, <laughs> and, you know, of course, you <laughs> you lick your wounds the next day because you're not constantly sp- playing sports. So you're always sore <laughs> after those games. Um, I did play. I, I was on the swim team in, in, in um, high school. But beyond that, you know, I worked full time most of the time. What did you do for work? I was a car mechanic before I went to medical school. What? Yes. yes. So you can, are you, can you still do mechanic work today I, with I, today's technology? If, if I had to, yes, but I just stay away from it. You know, again, with my responsibilities right now, my time is worth more than. Right. Um, I feel the, like we have to insure your hands. <laughs> I have to insure my hands for texting because I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, when you don't have money, obviously you'll get underneath the car and, and, you know, make do, right? But, you know, again, being blessed um, um, financially now, you know, you you go ahead and yield that finances to go ahead and buy your time. So, you know, time with the kids, time with the family, time for patient care. You're not trying to get underneath a car or anything else like that. But it's good that you can. I can always talk the mechanical lingo in a heartbeat. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the whole connection thing and why we're humble when we need to stay humble and kind to other people is... You know, the mechanic might need a doctor, let's say for a heart, you know, whatever, anything. But then the doctor needs that mechanic for his car to work. We're all intertwined. Yeah. So it's like no one's better than anyone. Like we are, like you said, we're all connected. Sure. You know, Um, for college, did you uh, did you play any sports and how how did you end up deciding to be a a spine surgeon? That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So, um those who know me know this this history about me. Uh, college was a it, it wasn't it wasn't the status quo in the house. You weren't expected to go and so on and so forth. I was encouraged to have a more of a vocational program uh, 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 a degree. Um, it was always something that um, bothered me that hey, um, why is it that uh, that college isn't part of our normal sort of uh, inculcation? It was go- definitely work hard and be the best that you're at, but it wasn't, hey, just go and get a vocational program um, and, and go out and work. Um, it's a very blue-collar mentality, and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That always bothered me, and therefore it was something that I wanted to always go ahead and aspire. So I, I wanted to kind of break through that sort of um, psychological glass ceiling. But part of that was, okay, you know, this wasn't fulfilling enough. You know, again, uh, we... Uh, grew up around a lot of people who were very successful, but again, being from a blue collar family, you know, again, it was always like, that's not part of your psyche. It's, it's part of ours. And I always kind of looked around to see what I wanted to do and how I can impact people's lives. I was always good in sciences and so on and so forth. So, So it was very much a natural inclination. So as 
I was, you know, turning the corner of my junior and senior year. I was really trying to kind of make those um, um, uh, connections as to what I wanted to do. And even while I was doing that, the guidance counselors at Loyola University were like, you know, maybe this, you know, the thought of medical school was not something that they would even oh, go I down. Oh, I hate hearing that. It, it, it's, it's, it's very challenging. It's too you know, often, honestly, that it, I hear it's, it. It's too often in how someone dropping discouraging words and and they they will cloak it in a way to make it feel like oh that sounds really nice when it's really discouraging let's right. call let's call a spade a spade right and bullshit bullshit right i don't know if i can say that but i will <laughs> so um i remember her face i know her name and i basically got up and i shook her hand i said uh, thank you very much and she goes oh, we're not done yet i was like no ma'am i am the next day, the dean called me into his office out of the classroom um, and said, what happened during that interaction? And I told him, Dean Slavsky, I remember him, no one should ever have to, you know, put up with someone discouraging them. Well, they're just trying to be realistic and so on and so forth. I was like, that's not for them to decide. Right. Um, and so I went ahead and despite, um, despite the discouragements and so on and so forth, um, um, took my MCATs, did well. Um, and uh, applied to medical school. And the first acceptance I got, I actually put a copy of that on her door. I hope they see this podcast. I, I don't know if they will or not. Loyola <laughs> University was 98, 1998. You don't know where people are. But I don't really care that begrudging feeling. <laughs> what I will say to the people out there, whoever listens to me, whether or not and everything, that you know, don't let anyone tell you no. Um, yeah. Always aspire for the stars, right? Um, and if you fall short, you're still in the heavens, right? And I that's, like that. That, that, that's, that's always been my saying. Or the way I like to go, you know, at the, at the gym, they say, go big or go home. I like to go big or go home. <laughs> so <laughs> I know it's a little we silly. Need to, we need to put that into a logo. It, it, and, you know, and honestly, it's not even the whole grudge thing, but it's just that I want other people to hear that. Like, especially when you're in a position like a counselor. Absolutely. Like, please be self-cognizant of like how as, you can impact as these people. Physician, these as a parent, as a counselor, as a, as a, um, if you are a, are a pasture, uh, uh, you know, any one of those people, you know, people come to you with a hat in hand and, you know, their, their heart, you know, hoping for some encouraging words and to go ahead and tell them no I don't think uh, one human has the, the right uh, to tell another human. And no. to your point to all the things you've said earlier as well, it's like don't let your current situation define who you are because you're not a tree. Correct. You can fix whatever you want to fix. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So um, Justin just told us we don't have too much time left, but I wanted to for you to shout out your wife who I've yet to met, so I can't wait to meet her. And then you just had a brand new baby, so congrats. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Jenna has been uh, an, an integral part of my uh, my uh, livelihood, um, you know, at the practice, uh, at the home level, uh, keeping me, um, you know, sane uh, with uh, four little ones at home. Um, just uh, overall amazing human being. Um, uh, allows me to go ahead and be here um, participating in this podcast um, uh, uh, and uh, just supportive ju just sure uh, overall very supportive for yeah. sure for sure 
Very cool. I wish we had like a whole hour left with you because there's so much more. But, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you know, I know we don't have much time, but I think uh, for the people out there that are looking for a spine specialist, you know, uh, find someone that you can connect with that will understand your pain. Know that we as physicians uh, in the spine arena may not have all the answers, but uh, try to connect with someone who is a subject matter expert. There's a lot of gimmickry out there that will go ahead and uh, uh, they're not, there are people who are offering surgery when they're not surgeons out there. Um, um, you know, scary. It, it is scary. Uh, be, 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 do your homework, do your due diligence, ask hard questions. It's our job to go ahead and answer them. It's our job to rise to that opportunity to put your mind at ease. Um, you know, uh, we're here to serve. And if we can't serve uh, appropriately, then there are others out there. And there's several good guys out there that I know of. And if I can't be that person that can uh, be on that journey with you, my uh, the least I can do is go ahead and point you in the direction that you will. Or when you or someone else that comes to the practice, our goal as I inculcate that and uh, have that meeting with all my uh, clients or uh, my staff, our goal is not to go ahead and find surgical patients or patients that we can do procedures on. Our goal is to educate them. Now, if they allow us to be part of that journey, that privilege to walk that line with them, then yeah, we're, we're, we're the practice for you. But if, if there's a disconnect, let's find you someone that can go ahead and take care of you. But let's get you back to good is our, our goal. Yeah, and that's a, a very delicate, sensitive, and important, you know, area too. So how can people get a hold of you? Um, you can always call us at our practice number is 480-993-1300, or you can go to our website and read up on us and my practice, my mid-level providers at uh, uh, phoenixspinesurgeon.com, all one word. It's very simple. We live in Phoenix. You're looking <laughs> for a spine sp a surgeon, uh, com. And we'll... we'll Put it right here in the screen. So let's open up some uh, sponsorship presents. So I've go got ahead sponsorship and reach that. All right. I will talk about it while you open it. Shout out to April Tatum. Um, she is a she's in corporate of property management, which is CalCap. Shout out to her. She started uh, her own uh, candle business. This is uh, candles are my wife's uh, big thing. I tell her to start her own candle business. <laughs> Maybe I can get her and April together. Yep. There's always <laughs> enough work for everyone. This we'll is, connect uh, them. But April, is... thank you. And we'll put your uh, Instagram handle. Oh, this um, smells amazing. Which, which one is that? This is the eucalyptus. There you I, go. I really enjoy eucalyptus. There you go. Can you read the, co uh, the company name to everyone too? You know, I never know how to say that name. Hot. Hot. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know how to read. I promise. But it's just like uh, a, a hot pound, a point uh, candle company. Sorry. Hot point candle company. Yep. Thank you, April. <laughs> this is awesome. Doc, thank you for being here at Connect with Christina. I appreciate you. Thank you. AKA? The cloud god. He got it. Happy Saturday. Thank you, Christina. <laughs>